On the Way with Jesus, a series of Lenten talks for the season of Lenten 2022. We now come to the final talk in our series, looking at the Gospel of St. Luke and Jesus' journey to Jerusalem. Today's talk is entitled Tears. What would make you weep? It's a very personal question. Something sad? A loss of a loved one? A lost hope? Lost love? Bitter tears flow in sadness. On the other hand, tears can flow because of something glad, a success, a birth of a child, winning a competition or a trophy, passing an important exam. Tears of joy stream. As we come together to share in the passion of Jesus Christ, in this sixth talk, we think of Jesus' dramatic entry into Jerusalem, which Luke records in chapter 19. And in verse 41, we read these words. When he, that is, when Jesus saw the city, he wept over it. Jesus' tears are at the heart of the Christian gospel. And in this talk, we want to go to the heart of those tears. Jesus cries for Jerusalem. There is no one to console him. For many months, Jesus and his friends were on the way to Jerusalem from the north, from Galilee. Jesus is on a journey of destiny, and he arrives in the city of Jerusalem. Like the other evangelists, Luke gives us the details of Jesus' entry into Jerusalem in this, his 19th chapter. The background to this is pilgrimage. Many devout Jews were on their way to the city of Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover, which Jews keep to this day. And Jesus was a devout Jew. But for Luke, this pilgrimage journey is something else. Jesus' entry into Jerusalem is a royal procession, the coming of a king. And what an unlikely king. Instead of pomp and circumstance, which the Roman rulers and their puppet king Herod knew all about, here we have in Luke chapter 19 a man riding on a donkey, a lowly sight, not driving into town in a cavalcade of very expensive vehicles like today, but a tractor. And Jesus' friends start the ball rolling by throwing their garments on the the young animal, and others join in by throwing their cloaks on the road before Jesus. And look, it is the cloaks. In Matthew and Mark, it is palms, and hence the name given to this particular Sunday, Palm Sunday. And as the crowds grew, and as Jesus rode on in royal procession, they began chanting and singing, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. The mood is emphatic. It's expectant. And then the mood changes abruptly. Instead of euphoria and triumph, 
This popular figure riding on a donkey weeps in public. As he looks up at the citadel of the city from the valley below, he cries. This is not a moment of regrettable weakness on behalf of Jesus, but a realisation of rejection. Jesus laments that the city and its people will reject him. Later on in the week which we call Holy Week, we will hear these words, we will not have this king to rule over us. Rejection is so painful as so many of us know from personal experience. Jesus speaks in terms of their blindness, their refusal of his terms of peace. It's a lost opportunity for God's people, for God's people fail to see God's moment. And sadly, destruction would follow. Within a generation, history confirms that the city and its great temple were destroyed by the Romans after an abortive rebellion by Jewish nationalists. And so with tears in his eyes, Jesus enters the city and makes straight to the temple, the place where God was to be encountered. It's so symbolic, isn't it? Here is God in Christ going to the place where his name ought to be known. And what does he find? In verse 46 of chapter 19, Jesus says, My house shall be a place of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. It wasn't the blatant commercialism, the selling of animals for sacrifice, the exchange of various currencies that got to Jesus. No, Jesus recognised a deeper malaise. Money was getting the way of people coming to God. And those who ran the temple, the priesthood, were making money out of people's quest for God. And for Jesus, that was abhorrent. Such was his passion, his indignation. He drives the sellers and money changers out. He turns the tables. You can imagine the reaction of the temple authorities, the priestly crafts. Verse 48, Luke tells us, they sought to destroy him. This was a fight to death. On one side, the temple authorities seeking to maintain the status quo. And on the other side, this popular messianic figure, Jesus, who was in their minds dangerously out of control. And Luke adds, as he closes this episode, Jesus was teaching in the temple daily. And people were hanging on his words. There is a battle going on for the hearts and minds of people. This king, Jesus, who entered Jerusalem and disturbed the city, is present with us now. As we meet in his name and as we open his word. What do we make of him? Do we accept his rule in our lives? Or are we clinging to the illusion that we are in control of things? Or are we simply indifferent to him? Secondly, like the people of Jerusalem, 
have we failed to know God's moment in our lives and failed to grasp the opportunity of knowing God through Christ, of receiving Jesus into our lives and the life of the church? This is a special moment, a time of opportunity which may never pass and never return. Lastly, how does the Lord of the church, for that's who Jesus is, assess the church of today, assess us? When he looks at us, are we serving him and his address or simply serving ourselves? Who was it who said, the church that lives to itself will die to itself? Is it a case of maintaining the the status quo, the way that we do things and the way that we like things, the way that things have been set up for us, which actually may prevent people coming to encounter the living God? Or are we prepared for self-analysis and to remove the clutter and the obstacles that we have put up in the way of people encountering the living God. Are we prepared to be the people God wants us to be and thus revealing Jesus more and more or like the religious of Jesus day are we in it for ourselves 